0: Hello everyone. In today's LGBTQ plus education episode, I'll be speaking about the significance of dance within the LGBTQ plus community. Dance is key within the LGBTQ plus community. In fact, the form of music that many people call electronic dance music originally stems from house music, which emerged in popularity in Chicago in the 1980s at a club called The Warehouse. Clubs like The Warehouse were playing a reborn form of disco music which incorporated elements of gospel, soul, funk and even new wave and rock music. The club and the music originally catered primarily to gay men of colour, but later this genre of music became intensely popular in the 1990s and 2000s, sparking the spread of rave culture globally. Vogue is seen as a diverse and unique dance or even activity which allows people's voices to be heard. Voguing is a unique form of dance, unlike so-called conventional dances, as Vogue allows you to be confident, sexual and feminine, displaying emotions and actions in unique ways. The Vogue dance is often considered to be founded by Willie Ninja, an American dancer and choreographer who sadly died from complications of AIDS in September 2006, although the dance exploded in popularity with the release of Madonna's 1990 song and music video titled Vogue. Voguing emerged from the fashion-focused magazine, Vogue. The movements defining the genre of dance are derived from the poses of models from the magazine. In creating the dance, Ninja was also inspired by the movements in martial arts, gymnastics, ballet, and pantomimic hand gestures. In Paris is Burning, a 1990 documentary looking into the ballroom culture of the city of New York and the African-American, Latino, and LGBTQ communities which were involved in it, He describes the dance as a method of having an argument on the dance floor. The vogue dancer determined to have the best moves would be throwing the best shade, through the use of dance moves of course. Within the drag ballroom, houses were formed, serving as families for the diverse groups of people. Often, there would be a leading mother or father who served as guides to the community of drag ballroom dancers. In a video uploaded to YouTube by the channel Salon, an urban style street dancer in New York City, Best known by the name Nani Kama, expresses his belief that back in the day, voguing was a matter of survival for the gay community. He also says voguing is the outlet to life. It helps him when he is having a bad day, and even on good days, it's a point of enjoyment and somewhere where he can use his energy. The ballrooms, seen as families, were safe spaces for the LGBTQ+ communities, as they allowed empowerment and expression of their true self. During the AIDS crisis, these ballrooms and houses became places for activism and awareness of the issue. I will go into this more later this month in an episode where I focus on the HIV-AIDS crisis. Voguing is an opportunity of expression and freeing yourself from the struggles of life, whether that be the criticisms of society who lack the ability to accept one's expression or identity, the diagnosis of a disease, or for immigrants, the lack of security for their lives in the modern world. There are varying gender and sexuality classifications and categories within Vogue, although each performer fits into either female figure or male figure, with female figure made up of trans women, cisgendered women and drag queens, while male figure includes butch queens, butch women and cisgendered men. The Vogue dance genre embodies extravagance and actions and moves are often exaggerated and artificial. In the modern day, Vogue is participated in by people of all genders, sexualities, ethnicities, backgrounds, etc. It's not, as some people may say, just a gay dance. Although Voguing was popularised through the LGBTQ community, it is emerging as its own dance among a global community, although especially in New York and Paris. It is quickly becoming its own dance genre for many people around the world to participate in. Now, I want to talk about something else someone specifically. Last week, Dior, a French luxury fashion company, announced that Sing, a Chinese transgender ballet dancer, choreographer, actress, and presenter, would serve as an ambassador for its new fragrance campaign. By the age of nine, she was accepted into the People's Liberation Army of China to train in the dance troupe, as dance and the arts were seen as propaganda tools, and already by such a young age, it was clear that she had a gift. In 1984, Jin graduated and was granted the rank of Colonel. She soon won her first national dance championship and became the top male dancer in the whole of China. After discovering a dance scholarship in New York, which was funded by a cultural exchange program, she had the opportunity to explore her identity. At the age of 17, she considered the possibility that she was gay, as at this time she accepted that her assigned gender was male. After discovering the word transgender, she began to fantasize that she could change her sex by being struck by lightning. At the age of 19, Jin sing knew that she wanted to transition, and at the age of 28, in 1995, she became the first person in China to go public about undergoing gender reassignment surgery after a difficult journey. After passing China's strict requirements to obtain the surgery, Following the 16-hour-long surgery, she was temporarily paralysed in her left leg, causing her to contemplate suicide as she feared the inability to continue to dance. As a prominent figure, her journey was documented by the Chinese press. Although, which many may find surprising, she did not experience any censorship, despite the LGBTQ community being a taboo subject in China. Following physiotherapy, she was able to fully recover and dance on stage again just one year later, for the first time feeling comfortable in her identity as a woman. Globally, she has received numerous awards and honours from a number of countries and organisations. She was also very successful as a television presenter, hosting her own show which broadcast weekly had an estimated audience of 100 million. However, unexpectedly in July 2017, the Jin Sing show was cancelled without any explanation. Also, Jin is now the mother of three adopted children, named Leo, Vivian and Julian. She married her German husband, Heinzgerd Oitmann in 2005, although they previously divorced, allegedly to use a loophole in China's one-child policy law. However, they still remain a couple and may have even been remarried since. With her platform as a dancer, TV presenter, and with her extensive social media following, she has increased support for the LGBTQ community in China, which remains a largely conservative country. This is such an important story for the LGBTQ community. It allows people like her, those in similar situations, to relate and have someone to look up to and share a story with. Thank you for listening to another episode of my podcast. I want to disclose that I do not earn any money from my podcast. I'm making this series because it's something I truly believe in and an issue that I am passionate about.